What's up, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to the Rise Up Sports and More podcast. My name is Tommy Gill, and I'm your host. This week, we'll be recapping NFL Week 2. It will be a shorter episode this week, so sit back, relax, and enjoy this show. Let's go. Welcome back, everyone. I hope you had a great weekend watching NFL season week two. Uh, Just to recap, we're going to go through all the scores. So on Thursday night, the Giants uh, lose to the Washington football team by a point 29 to 30. Crazy game ended with a field goal miss and then a field goal make. And Washington football team moves on and wins that game. Uh, moving on to the next game, the Raiders beat the Steelers 26-17. The Raiders are 2-0, and the Steelers fall to 1-1. Uh, next, we have the 49ers versus the Eagles. This was a defensive battle. Uh, offense did not look great on either sides of the ball. 49ers win 17-11, and the 49ers are moving to 2-0 on the season. Then we had the Browns. The Browns 31, the Texans 21. Broncos also moving to 2-0 on the season, beat the Jaguars 23-13. Teddy Bridgewater is the best thing that's happened to Denver in a while. Next, we have a little bit of an upset. Panthers moving to 2-0 in the NFC South, beating the Saints 26-7. Jameis Winston, not so great of a day. I think he'll bounce back next week. Then we have the Los Angeles Rams beating the Colts 27-24. The Rams moving to 2-0 on the season. And then we have the Bills shutting out the Dolphins 35-0. Followed by the Patriots trumping the Jets 25-6 with Zach Wilson throwing four interceptions on the day. Tough day for the rookie as Mac Jones prevails in the rookie head-to-head matchup. Next we have the Bengals losing to the Bears. 17 to 20. The Bears uh, beat the Bengals. Joe Burrow had a rough day also. Um, 
surprised the Bears won. They're not a very great football team to begin with. And Justin Fields got in through an interception. He looked okay. Um, but the Bears win 20-17. to Next, we have the Buccaneers destroying the Falcons 48-25. to Tom Brady looks like he's 22 again. Uh, he's also 44 years old, and he leads the league in passing yards. And he had five touchdowns this game and zero interceptions. Then we had the Cardinals versus the Vikings. Vikings miss a field goal to win the game. Cardinals win 34-33. Kyler Murray celebrates in the end zone with the Baby Yoda pose, or the Grogu pose, if you would say. And he didn't even realize it because Kyler Murray has never seen Star Wars. Next, we have the Titans beating the Seahawks 33-30. Titans move to 1-1. Seahawks are 1-1 on the season. Then we have the Cowboys beating the Chargers 20 to 17. Chargers move to 1 and 1 on the season and the Cowboys move to 1 and 1 on the season. Then we have the Ravens beating the Chiefs in Sunday Night Football 36 to 35. This was a gun-slinging battle. Uh Ravens go for it on 4th and 1 and they seal the game by getting the first down on 4th and 1. Very close. Um, I respect the Ravens for taking that kind of risk, knowing that if you give Patrick Mahomes the ball left, you're going give Patrick Mahomes the ball last, you're going to lose. Although the Chiefs were going to win until Clyde Edwards-Hilaire fumbled the football. Chiefs thirty-five, Ravens thirty-six. Both teams moved to one and one on the season, and then we have last the Packers defeating the Lions thirty-five to seventeen. Aaron Rodgers, four touchdowns, no interceptions. Um, looked a lot better. Uh, that being said, Lions moved to 0-2. Packers moved to 1-1. And honestly, the Lions are not that bad of a team. For what their record shows, uh, they've kind of hung in there for m- both their games so far. Uh, little look ahead to week three. We got Panthers, Texans, Chargers versus the Chiefs. Cardinals versus the Jaguars, Bears versus the Browns, the football team versus the Bills, Colts versus the Titans, Saints versus the Patriots, Falcons versus the Giants, Bengals Steelers, Ravens versus Lions, Jets Broncos, Dolphins Raiders, Buccaneers Rams, Seahawks Vikings, Packers 49ers, Eagles Cowboys. I would like to make some predictions for week three. I got the Panthers beating the Texans on Thursday night, especially because the Texans are without Tyrod Taylor. Um, I have the Chiefs beating the Chargers, although the Chargers are a good football team. The Chiefs are kind of in a must-win scenario now. I know there's a lot of football left, but after taking that loss to the Ravens, they're going to be pretty upset, and they're going to feel the need, like an urgency to win. Uh, Cardinals versus Jaguars. I got the Cardinals moving to 3-0. and we got Bears and Browns. I got the Browns beating the Bears. Uh, football team versus the Bills. I have the Bills beating the football team. Um, Colts and Titans. I got the Titans beating the Colts. Saints and Patriots. I have the Saints taking care of the Patriots with Jameis Winston having a big day. I got Falcons beating the Giants. I have Bengals beating the Steelers. I have Ravens beating the Lions. Broncos beating the Jets, Raiders beating the Dolphins, Buccaneers beating the Rams, 
Seahawks beating the Vikings, 49ers beating the Packers, and Cowboys beating the Eagles. So those are my predictions for week three. Um, I'm interested to see how it all pans out, but so far, uh, this NFL season has been very fun to watch. Hey everyone, so you just heard NFL season week two. Um, I'm definitely late to the party. I uh, got caught up last week with stuff for work and never got around to publishing the episode. So we're doing a conjoined episode of week two and three. However, week three is going to be short because I am in bed and not feeling well. I feel a little bit sick. Um, So I'm going to make this short and we're just going to talk about the Niners game versus the Packers on week three. And you all know the Niners are my team. I practically stand on a table for Jimmy G and fight for him all the time. When people tell me, no, Jimmy G's the problem, he's terrible. Well, I'm going to stand on a table for him again. Despite throwing a ball backwards into the ground, Jimmy G brought the Niners back, had a nice drive downfield, punched it in, left Aaron Rodgers with 36 seconds. Or like a minute or something. I don't I don't remember. Aaron Rodgers gets down the field and they kick a field goal to win. And he celebrates in our face. I just have two questions. Number one, who is calling the defensive plays? And number two, we didn't blitz once. Where was the blitz? My thing is, if you're going against Aaron Rodgers who is supposed to be a top three quarterback in the NFL, possibly one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time behind like Montana and Brady or Brady and Montana and maybe a couple other names. You don't blitz. You just give him free time to throw. Aaron Rodgers under duress from the Niners was terrible. He was awful. He was throwing balls behind receivers. He wasn't in rhythm. And we decide with the game on the line, let's not take a risk and let's play Madden prevent defense like a 15-year-old boy playing some 40-year-old dad on Madden that lives in his basement. Nice job, Kyle Shanahan. Great play calling. You're a terrible coach. And I will stand on the table for that. So until Kyle Shanahan's gone, the Niners aren't going anywhere. It doesn't even matter if um, Trey Lance is good. Because Kyle Shanahan will just write up a horrible game plan. And then Trey Lance is going to have to execute a terrible game plan and will never win. So Jimmy G's not the problem. Whether Trey Lance is better or not, I don't care. Jimmy G is still not the problem. He's 28-10 and 10 as the 49ers starting quarterback. He is a winner. The numbers don't lie. So, either get with the program and ask for ask for um, a new coach or uh, hop off the Niners fan wagon because we don't want you if you think Kyle Shannon's a good coach and Jimmy G is terrible because he's not. Get a better take, man. Um, that being said, uh, the Niners need to bounce back. They have to win. In week four, they can't go two back-to-back L's, not in the NFC West, especially when the Rams are 3-0 and and the Cardinals are 3-0, and I'm pretty sure. I think we're tied for last. I'd have to double-check that with the Seahawks. 
But it's going to be a long season. I don't know how the Niners are... I don't know how the Niners are going to win their division. They're going to have to beat the Cardinals and Rams twice outright, and I just don't see that happening. I would love to split with them, but then the Rams and Cardinals have to lose to outside teams, and that doesn't look like it's happening anytime soon. So with that being said, um, Niners, they're in a world to hurt. Chiefs, they're fine. Even though they're one and two, man, they're going to bounce back. They have the best quarterback in the game besides Brady, so they're fine. Um, But yeah, I hope you enjoyed my little tidbit from week three. Sorry it's very short, uh, and sorry I'm getting week two out late, but they're coming out. So uh, I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please uh, share it with a family uh, member or friend. Uh, Comment, send me a DM uh, at RiseUp, R-I-Z-E-U-P-P, on Instagram. All right, tune in next time for the Rise Up podcast hosted by Tommy Gill. Thanks. Thank you.